0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Agile Questions Answered, or AQA, as I hope we'll all soon start calling it. My name's Steve Green, and what I'm going to be doing is recording a weekly podcast where I answer questions about agile product development. Now, the first thing to answer in terms of questions is, why on earth should you be interested in what I have to say about Agile? Well, I've been involved in product development, specifically software product development, for over 30 years now. And for over half that time, I've been doing some form of Agile development. I've introduced Agile working to two different organisations, one private sector and one public sector. And I've made something of a specialism of coming in and helping teams to work better uh, with Agile, particularly teams that were struggling to deliver. My approach is uh, very pragmatic. You won't hear any kind of Agile zealotry here very much looking at using Agile to solve the problems of software development and product development by extension. Uh, But I hope that uh, the answers to these questions will provide you with some insight into both the way I think and get some insight into things that help teams deliver products, particularly in the software development sphere. So, I've lived through uh, quite a lot of changes in the software development industry, and I also have an understanding of what were the factors that caused Agile to arise in the first place. In this episode, what I'm going to answer is the first question really is what is Agile? If you get a bunch of people in a room, and ask them to define a software development process, or even any kind of product development process, they'll come up with something that looks like this. So they'll say, well, first you have to define what you want. So that's called the product requirements. And then you have to create a design for that. And then once you have the design, you can actually create the product. And once you've created the product, then you can test it. And once everyone has agreed that the product has been created correctly, then you can release it. Now, this sounds very sensible, and I have literally seen groups of people sit down and devise that process. And it does look great. Apart from one thing, it doesn't work. And to understand the reasons that it doesn't work, you have to kind of delve into things a bit. So the first thing is around the requirements. Now, particularly with software development, it's really, really difficult for people who are not software engineers to understand what a product that satisfies their desires will look like before they see it. So they understand what they need, but they don't understand what a software product will look like which fulfills their needs. And so if you write down um, a requirement specification then they will interpret that in a way where they say, well, I don't really understand what this is going to look like, so I'm kind of going to assume that it does what I want it to do. The second problem is that for any uh, software product of any reasonable size, a requirements definition which is big enough it's got enough detail in for a team of software engineers to actually uh, implement it is going to be enormous, and I've seen this in, in real life. Um, there was a project that I was asked to review, and they had a, um, a software requirement specification which was over 600 pages. Now, um, I heard a long time ago, and I don't know whether it's actually true, but um, it's probably close enough. That The human mind can only hold seven things in its head at once. And, of course, to understand something that is 600 pages long, then you've got to be able to hold many, many more than seven, seven things in your head at once. So really expecting somebody to read this document and understand it to the extent where they can say, actually you know this will do exactly what I want in all circumstances is just unrealistic and in fact when I reviewed this document I read about the first 10 pages and I found three or four anomalies where and said well if if you implement this requirement then you can't implement that requirement so it didn't take very long to see that you know the the, the time spent had been wasted Moving on from that, the problem is that any software system of reasonable size actually takes a long time to implement. So, you know, a a, a typical software project might be 18 months long, might be three years long. And so you come across the problem that in today's world, with a fast-moving world, things change. And so even if you could get the software requirements document, perfectly right at the time it was written, by the time you're delivering that software the world's moved on and so your, your software product did something that you wanted it to do 18 months ago or, or two years ago, it doesn't do what you want it to do now so really all of those things you know, the, the impossibility of being able to precisely define a software product or uh, any other product really and then to understand that definition and then to implement it in in a time frame where that definition is still relevant means that um, the kind of traditional way which is called waterfall doesn't work. So um, what is Agile? Well, what Agile is, is basically the idea is that rather than trying to define everything up front. You define the smallest thing that can possibly work, the smallest thing that is actually useful. That's called the minimum viable product. And you implement that and you show it to people. And it has enough functionality so that somebody could use it and they could get some value out of it. And then when they see it, they say, oh, well, okay, I get that. Now, I want to do this. Well, they say, oh, right, yeah, I did ask you for that. But now I see it. I realize that that's not going to work for me. So can we make it work that way instead? And so when you put something in front of people, then they get a chance to really evaluate it and and think about it in the context of the problem that they want to solve. And uh, then they can tell you what they need it to do next. So the way that most of the software development industry has uh, worked over the last, probably the last 10 years, even though Agile was invented in the mid-90s, I think really it's only taken off in the last 10 years or so as as a big thing, is that uh, we deliver something fast, we deliver something that's kind of quite limited in scope get people to look at it, and then we expand and refine. And there's all sorts of tools around that uh, which make it easier and quicker to do than it was even five years ago. There's a couple of different types of Agile um, that uh, people will argue over. Um, One is that you divide the time into chunks, and those chunks are of a fixed duration, Uh, That fixed duration can be anything between a week and um, a month, Uh, anything longer than a month, and you're not really doing Agile. You're doing kind of mini waterfall projects. Um, The standard now is two weeks. Almost everyone works on two-week iterations of a product. So the most popular way of doing that is called Scrum. And then the other way is Like a kind of a continuous flow of changes. So you create a change, you put it out, and that's like one little change of stuff, and then you create another change and you put it out. And um, the people who do this really well can do it several times a day. And there's lots of tools like kind of automated testing, uh, things that can automatically go back to the previous version if if you make a mistake, kind of help you to do that safely. But that's a big discipline. I'm not particularly committed to either of them. I think that in terms of delivering a new project, the Scrum version, you have these fixed time boxes, has a lot of advantage uh, because it helps people to have a sense of achievement um, because they say, oh, every two weeks you get to look at what's happened and you can see how it's moving along. And you can compare the kind of rate of progress to uh, the end goal. The flow version is really good if you've already got something out there and you just want to keep uh, tweaking it. great example of that is, uh, say, Amazon website. If you go on Amazon from day to day, you don't really notice that it's different, but it is. It's different every time you look at it. And that's because they're continuously improving it. Now I don't know whether they're using um, the kind of that flow version, which is called Kanban, or they're, whether they're using Scrum. But you know, it certainly would be a good candidate for the uh, that Kanban flow style of uh, thing. So that's the difference, really. Waterfall, you know, the traditional way of doing software projects, you would start by defining exactly what you want. And then at the end, you would get something that, if you were lucky, was what you asked for, but probably wouldn't be what you want. And the, uh, in Agile, you get a chance to see how things are going with a real thing that you can actually use in anger and, and uh, you know, you can actually start to gain value out of it. Another key thing about Agile is that you can change direction. Uh, Midstream, and in the extreme, you can actually stop a project and take the value that you've got. So, say you're within a a big company and you're you've got a eighteen month project, and then something happens, like a I don't know a virus pandemic. Well, what you can do is say this project is no longer relevant, but I've got all this value. Uh, So there's a system out there that people are working uh, with and using every day, but all the new stuff that we were planning to do, well, you know, it still would provide value, but not as much value as doing something that allows us to, you know, help people work from home, whatever it is, you know, deal with the pandemic, deal with the emergency that we have. Well, you can do that. You can stop if you think about a traditional project you know uh, say you've got a project going to last 2 years and um, 18 months in uh, you say well it's no longer relevant you know we now need to change completely the direction that the organization's going well after 18 months of a 2 month project you're probably just about getting towards the end of the development phase and getting into testing so at that point you've got nothing and all of that money has just gone. Uh, and that, I think, is a key uh, advantage of Agile over the traditional waterfall way of doing things. It allows you to stop and take the value that you've got and then move and do something else. So that's, uh, that's that. What I'm going to do is try for a podcast every week. Firstly, I'm going to use questions that uh, get asked of me via Quora. Uh, Over the years, I've answered quite a lot of uh, Agile questions on Quora, and uh, so I get quite a few people asking me questions, and not all of them are people wanting answers for their university essays. Some of them are pretty interesting, so I'll pick the most interesting one that I think that other people will be interested in my take on and uh, answer that. And then, uh, you know, who knows, maybe some of you might want to get in touch with me and ask me something specific. And uh, then I'll try to answer your questions. So that's it for now. Uh, hope you found that interesting, a uh, bit food thought, and I will uh, speak to you again in a week's time.